1: I want to have a conversation here, a really interesting story that came out yesterday, it was in the Financial Post, um, about our economy, our inflation numbers and our rates of inflation and where we are in terms of this inflationary period, the beginning, the middle, and the end, depends who you talk to, right? We've had those conversations. Well, last week we saw the national inflation numbers come out and the rate of inflation was slightly lower than the number that we told you about in July. I think, if I uh, top my head, 7.6 versus 8.1. So, I mean, hey, it's still incredibly high on a year-over-year basis, but what does that tell us now that we're starting to inch back a bit from where we were? Have we plateaued? Are we on the way back? Could we possibly be there already? Are we heading for a collapse? Well, all depends on how you take a look at those numbers. So for some help on that, we're going to chat with Steve Ambler, who's a professor of economics at the University of Quebec in Montreal and the David Dodge Chair in Monetary Policy at the C.D. Howe Institute. Steve, thank you for your time. I appreciate you joining us. Always good to talk to you, Shay. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, sir. Thank you. Um So let's just start with the most recent data. As I say, inflation numbers, you know, that that headline number that gets reported once a month is still ridiculously high, but not as high as the month before. So what do we read into that?
0: Uh, you're absolutely right. So uh, you talked about a plateau. I think we may have seen one. Uh, so the, head- the headline inflation number might be slowly on its way down. But okay. it's going to take, uh, take a while. Uh, In fact, the point of our piece was to to say that, in fact, there's a lot of uh, inertia or history built into those numbers. Uh, So the the headline inflation number measures the increase in prices from the uh, 12 months previous. So that's uh, July 2021 to July 2022. And uh, as everybody knows, prices were increasing rather quickly during most of that period. If you look at just the month-over-month figure, how much prices went up from June to July, and then you extrapolate that into what that would give you on a, a, a yearly basis. That was actually 0.13% uh, for, 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 for month over month. Okay. And that works out to, uh, I think it's 1.6% if you annualize. So that's actually underneath the target. So that's that's a hopeful sign.
1: Okay, so can That's we jump ahead, that, Steve, and that, Say, yeah, okay, sure, we're sure. we're below the target range the Bank of Canada wants. We're o- it's over. We, we, we've made it through the worst of this. <laughs> um, well, no, it ain't over until it's over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and but but the striking thing though is, if actually if, if all if every single price was to level off from here on in, so we had essentially zero inflation, so prices remained completely flat. Um, the headline inflation measure would not actually drift down below the target until sometime next year. Right. But it's actually it's actually really important to actually decompose uh, the you know I mentioned the month over month number decompose that into different items to figure out what's going on. The the major explanation for for the decrease was a uh, big drop in essentially in gas prices. Sure. Yeah, yeah so gas gasoline prices uh went down by 9.2% which is a big relief for most of us including me oh all of us yeah um, yeah, but, uh, so, but you'd, you would want to look for that to happen on a much broader base than, you know, to, to, to really be optimistic. For example, food prices, uh, another thing that, uh, most people can't get around buying, uh, went up by 0.9% from June to July. So then if you extrapolate that, that's, uh, I think an 11% uh, rate of inflation year over year. So that's, Discouraging. Uh, yeah, we'd we'd want to see the things like that. Food prices, services, same thing. They went up 0.9 percent just over the month
1: wow okay so how does that affect monetary policy we know that you know it's that number that we hear about where they want to keep it in that two to three percent range so they're being really aggressive raising the interest rates you know a full point three quarters of a point all those things that we've seen over the past few months how does the fact that okay well if you slow down a bit and take a look at where we are month to month it's a different picture how does that affect what the bank of canada does does that play into it
0: the the month over month number might. I mean, the Bank of Canada is forward looking. They, uh, despite the fact that they, you know, their 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 target is measured in terms of this headline inflation number, which contain contains a lot of history. Yeah. Uh, what they what they want to do is bring inflation back to target within a, a horizon of, say, six to eight quarters. They're going to look at the 0.13% number, and I think they're going to be mildly encouraged as well. Uh, that might mean uh, they might be uh, a little bit less aggressive in the next one or two announcements. I think most people are still, uh, unfortunately, expecting another half-point increase uh, next time. Uh, in early September, um, the it'll come out on the sixth or so of September, yeah, so everybody will be watching that um, so so far, most uh, pundits are predicting another fifty basis point or half a percentage point increase, uh, but they might not be you know continuing on such an aggressive hiking uh, trajectory because of this sort of well, because we've plateaued in terms of the headline number and because some of the month-over-month month numbers are starting to look encouraging.
1: Can we take it too far, though? When we, I mean, if those numbers, like you say, okay, if we're in a different position, we won't actually see it translate to year over year. Do we have to sort of throttle back a little bit on some of those things? Or can we push it too far and get into a period where we're driving things in the opposite direction?
0: Well, the opposite direction would be uh, damaging the economy so much that inflation really t- not only the economy takes a big hit, but inflation takes a big hit. Big hit. So the, you know, the as I say, the, the Bank of Canada is going to be encouraged, perhaps to some extent, by this this number, and they, they you know, they're looking for this uh, uh, mythical unicorn called a soft landing. So right. we may we may get there. Uh, but it's still too, that is still too early to tell because the, the economy is showing signs of weakness. Well, except, I mean, I was listening to your half hour radio broadcast, which pointed out that we're, uh, job vacancies are at an all time record. So that means the labor market is doing well at least.
1: And. So. And there's so much uncertainty, Steve. I mean, a lot of this is based on what's happening with a war in Ukraine, uh, and and we don't know where that's going to go today, tomorrow, or a week from now. So, I mean, there is uncertainty that's just sort of part of this equation, and that makes it really tough.
0: Yeah, and that's completely out of the hands of everyone, including the Bank of Canada. I mean, if the Russians were to shut down all of their oil and gas deliveries to Western Europe, then we'd look at we'd be looking at another huge spike in energy prices, and we'd be more or less back to square one. So cross our fingers that that's not going to happen.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Okay. Steve, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate your time today.